you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Sick pick, the New York Giants select Daniel Jones. Fires one right into the end zone, caught for the touchdown. It comes down to this. Steps up, he's going to run. Jones to the five, touchdown Giants. Wow. This is exactly why Dave Gettleman thought this kid could be a difference maker. Deep ball. It's a 41-yard strike. Jones keeps it. He runs left to the 20. 10, 5, touchdown. Jones is going to run it. It's a foot race. Can he go all the way? No. He's gone. Daniel Jones to the 20, and he stumbles, and he blows it. All right, nothing like getting your Friday started with a little Daniel Jones. Let's go. Welcome to Good Morning Football. It's Friday, May 27th. We have made it. We have stumbled over the finish line just like Daniel Jones did. <laughs> My name is Rachel Bonetta alongside Peter Schrager, D'Angelo Hall, and Adam Rank. Okay, it is time for the lead block. Let's talk some Giants. Why not? The Giants are holding OTAs this week, and so much of the focus is on their quarterback. By the way, happy birthday, Daniel Jones. Let's start off nice before we get into this. Let's hear what new head coach Brian Dable had to say about the birthday boy yesterday. He wants to be as good as he can be for this football team. Obviously, he's had a, you know, kind of up and down first few seasons, but you can just, it takes everybody. You know, you see the growth of some of these young quarterbacks from year one to year two to year three to year four that have consistency and system, add playmakers around them, entire team. I think we got to try to work towards that the best we can. There's a lot of attention on Daniel Jones right now, but just as a team, this is what Brian Dable is walking into from the record to the points all the way down, the rankings are not great. So after finishing last in their division in 2021, my question to the boys, will the Giants make some noise in the NFC East this season? Rank, I'll start with you. Well, I think that they certainly could, although I do want to point out that our producer, Grillo, was like, hey, be nice. Yeah. It's Daniel Jones's birthday. And then they, they show the video <laughs> of him stumbling. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I, I wasn't, like, it's his birthday. I wasn't going to sit here 
and be like, Daniel Jones reminds me of Star Wars Episode Nine, where sometimes I sit there and I watch it. And I'm like, this is visually stunning, but I don't know if I like what I'm seeing. I'm not going to say that because it's his birthday. But let's talk about the Giants and their upcoming schedule, because spoiler alert, I'm going to be doing the predictions for the coming season next week. I'll be filming those. And if you're like, what do you mean the predictions? It's when I get memed picking a potential Super Bowl contender to go three and 13 or now three and 14. That's what I'm talking about. But here's the thing with the Giants schedule. I don't hate it, but there's some games that are tough. The Titans, the Packers and the Ravens. Those are three games where they probably won't be favored. But I look at games against the Bears, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Lions. Those are going to be the pivotal games, the Panthers. That is really going to be where the the Giants can either make their move or they don't progress at all. And I'm kind of of the mind. I Currently, I have the Giants somewhere around the 500 mark. I think they have talent on both sides of the field. I love what they did in the draft. They had an excellent draft going out there and executing their plan. They addressed the offensive line position thanks to uh, an extra first-round pick. And, of course, Kayvon Thibodeau should come in and make an immediate impact. But, again, it's just going to come down to Daniel Jones. Happy birthday, Daniel Jones. But the film doesn't look great. I mean, when you think about (laughs) Daniel Jones, and I can't wholeheartedly put the blame on Daniel Jones because for the longest time, it was that offensive line not being able to protect him at crucial times. So I, I couldn't really tell if Daniel Jones was the guy or wasn't the guy. So I'm super excited for this new regime to put some pieces around him. But Daniel Jones has to be better with the football. Protection or not, you have to be better with the football. You can't turn it over. Let me look at some of these numbers. Second lowest win percentage since he came into the league in 2019. Turnovers, 48, fourth most. Fumbles, the most fumbles in the pocket. He has to protect the football. And the shocking thing about it, I mean, we saw that run where Daniel Jones fell. He is a hell of an athlete. At certain times, he needs to be able to exit the pocket, go make a play with his legs. You can't always rely on your arms. I think that's the thing about Daniel Jones. He has to be comfortable making plays with his legs just as well as as his arms. But I'm super excited about uh, Brian Dayball, right? He's a guy that we saw Josh Allen and kind of the deficiencies he had coming out of college. And to now see what Josh Allen has become, and I think it's a testament to that staff. And so I'm super excited to see Brian Dayball. I know he couldn't wait to get his hands on Daniel Jones because there is a whole lot of potential but potential doesn't equate to wins you got to go out there on the football field you know and execute it so I'm I'm super excited for this football team but right now I don't have a whole lot of confidence because since 2019 I can only go off of what I've seen and hadn't been a lot of success and I'm with you and I don't think this is necessarily the question being made in that building either this is a long-term build with Joe Shane, the new GM, and Brian Dable, the new head coach. Take a look at what Joe Shane inherited when it came to this team. This is a team that did not make the playoffs in the last five years, yet he showed up and it's like, all right, perennial playoff team, 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 and us, worst salary cap in the entire league. They had to rip the Band-Aid off in a lot of ways this offseason, getting rid of guys like Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph, and of course, most recently, James Bradbury. The list goes on, Jabril Pepper, like all these players that were supposed to be part of this past regime that were big money guys and were going to be the ones to take them to the next level 
had to get out of there to make the salary cap reasonable. I can tell you now, I live in New York. Giants fans are excited. There's a video of Kayvon Thibodeau throwing a first pitch at a baseball game at the Yankees game, and they were like, oh, that's the guy. Yesterday, there was a video of Wandale Robinson making a catch off Madeline Burke, who's the Giants in-house reporter, her phone, and like it's being sent around on group text on, like, look at Wandale. This is our guy. This is the next Tyreek Hill. I'm like, slow down. And the last one was Evan Neal just walked through a doorway yesterday. And honestly, the Giants put out a picture of him walking through a doorway and he's enormous. And they're like, and all of my friends who are Giants fans are texting me like, look at Evan Neal. That's a left hand. <laughs> slow down. Everybody slow down. This is going to be a long-term build. And the truth of the matter is, I'm with D'Angelo. I don't think Daniel Jones overnight becomes Josh Allen, and certainly not with the window that they've given him, which is this year. Look at Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. These guys were both top 10 picks, and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. I did a list, my top five running backs under 25 earlier this week, and Saquon is 25, so he's not eligible. And we had a back and forth with the producers. We're like, should we make it 25 and under so you can include Saquon? And I said, I don't know if I would include Saquon. What do you put, we're including mm. Saquon based on what? That's where I'm at with Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, where it's like, let's do it eventually. Let's do it. And of course we want it for both of them. Happy birthday, Daniel Jones. I know you turned 25 today. And Saquon Barkley, no one is chomping at the bit more than you. But for me to come on this show in May and be like, are they going to make some noise in the NFC East? They could surprise us, but this is not about 2022. This is about the long term. And for 2022, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley have to prove that they want to be here for 2023 and beyond. 36 years after the original came out, Top Gun Maverick is finally out in theaters this weekend. The first movie gave us one of the best duos in movie history with Maverick and Goose. So let's break down some of our favorite pairs on and off the football field with a new segment called Double Trouble. Is that rank? <laughs> I just realized that. That was so uh, All right, let's start with the current. That was you. Let's start with the current NFL. Who is your favorite duo in the league right now, Shrek? So let's start with you. This the movie's coming out. I feel like it, it was filmed in 2019. We did promotion for it in 2020. We had them on in Miami. Miles Teller and Glenn Cooper, I think his name is. I probably get that wrong. I was going to say Glenn Campbell, not him. And I say that because... <laughs> There's a duo that's been around that like, it's just been around and they're still the best and that's Mahomes and Kelsey. I don't care if we've been seeing them since 2018 and 2019 and 2020. These guys haven't been on the shelf like this movie. They have been out there dominating. Is it you know, not in fashion to just tell it like it is? These two are unstoppable still and in the biggest moment of the AFC Divisional round and they needed a touchdown in overtime, it's Kelsey, of course. Not the fashionable choice, not the one that's gonna go crazy viral on Twitter, and certainly not the one that is in vogue. It doesn't have to be. I'm still a Mahomes and Kelsey fan. These guys do it and they hang out off the field. They're always chilling all off season. I love that, still the best. I'm gonna go to the team that gave them a hell of a run for their money. And if the overtime rules would have been what they are now, might have been singing a different tune. And it's Josh Allen and Stefan <laughs> Diggs. Come on. How can you not like the way these two guys have just been in lockstep and key from the moment Stefan Diggs stepped foot in Buffalo? You know, when you have a guy like Josh Allen who can make every single throw, who's so athletic and do everything with his arms, with his legs. And then you give him a guy like Stefan Diggs who you cannot guard one-on-one, -on -one, it's going to be fireworks. And that's what Buffalo's offense is. It is fireworks when Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen are on the field and they are in sync. You got Mahomes and Kelsey. I can't wait to watch this game next year when these guys are going at it because my eyes are going to be on all four of these guys.
You know, as a fantasy enthusiast, I love that you guys went with the quarterback receiver stack. That makes my heart sing. But I'm going to go at the wide receiver duo, who are my absolute favorites right now. And I'm going to be looking at Seattle with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Now, Tyler Lockett's been one of my favorite receivers ever since he came into the league. You know, for a guy who's, uh, I'm not going to say undersized, but is not like the prototypical create a Madden player that you would expect to be a, a red zone threat every time he steps on the field. He certainly is. I think he's one of, if I was doing a list, if you have GMWR overlooked wide receivers, I think Tyler Lockett is certainly in that category. And then you got DK Metcalf, who's just a genetic freak, the kind of guy who does look like that create a Madden player. Obviously, the play he made against Buda Baker in Arizona sticks out in everybody's mind. And to me, it's one of my, my favorite duos. And you know what? I hopefully, if I... Uh, you know, Seattle wants to get rid of one of these guys and send them to Chicago one day. That's fine, too, but uh, <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite duo right now. Those are all great picks, but I'm going to go with two guys who, I don't know, went to the Super Bowl this year. Give me Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. These two have been connected at the hip for quite some time. They played in college together. They've obviously got a great relationship Jamar Chase, most receiving yards by a rookie in the Super Bowl era. Think about that for a second. We have never seen a start like this before ever in our lives. The chemistry that these two have. Also, just the, the combined swag as well. It makes me sick, to be honest, because I don't have any swag, so it's really not fair. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's open the field up to all of NFL history. Who is your favorite NFL duo of all time? Shregs. I'm going to go swag also, and it's going to be a coach and a player, and it was like the perfect mix of this hard-nosed coach with a West Point background and this West Point style background, and then this player who was just an absolute alien. And how do you combine the two? Bill Parcells and Lawrence Taylor are my favorite duo. This is when I was in my childhood living in New Jersey, and this was the duo. Parcells told it like it was, was harsh, was a disciplinarian, was also one of the greatest coaches and master motivators of all time. Lawrence Taylor lived fast and played fast and brought it and is probably the greatest defensive player of all time. And together, different generations, different styles, they made it work. And Parcells and LT for a good decade were, to me, my favorite duo in the NFL and were the ones hoisting Lombardis, but also Gatorade Baths. Giants fan here when I was a kid, and those were the two that I loved. I went with a player coach, too. So I went with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I don't even need to say much, guys. I mean, look at the production. Look at the Super Bowl rings, the championships, right? We always sat there. Who is it? Is it really Bill? Is it really Tom? It didn't matter. Those guys figured out a way to get everybody else in that locker room on board, and they won. They simply just won football games. It wasn't necessarily always pretty. It was always different. You never quite knew how they were going to attack you. But, man, they were locked and loaded every single week, and it showed. Super Bowl wins. So I'm going with those two guys. You know what? I'm going to play the hits. I know I could have gone Forte and Cutler maybe, but I'm going to go old school. I'm going to go Walter Payton and Jim McMahon. Walter Payton, the very first jersey yeah. that I ever owned as a child. My my dad purchased that for me. Jim McMahon, when I was in high school or when I was playing football, I wanted to wear number nine. When you were a really good football player, they let you pick your number. So I wore 44, the number they gave me. But these two guys talk about swag. Talking about guys with charisma on and off the field, to me, there was no better duo, and uh, that's who I'm going to go with. 
Uh, I'm going Tom Brady as well, but I am. I think he's better matched with somebody else, and that is a Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> These okay. two are hilarious together. It is such a matchup <laughs> made in heaven. This past year, we saw the touchdown that Gronk made an extra million dollars over. We see the interviews that these two do together. I love this duo. How will Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense fare without Tyreek Hill this season? We're going to discuss that and more after the break. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Chiefs are holding their OTAs, and here is a sneak peek at what Kansas City hopes will be a duo to watch all season long. Patrick Mahomes hitting new arrival Juju Smith-Schuster. Is he the guy who will step up and fill that big void left by Tyreek Hill? Well, Mahomes spoke yesterday about what he has seen so far at OTAs. Let's take a listen. I think the first day, Juju had a big day. He got a lot of big catches down the sideline. And then the second day, Marquez got a big day. And so uh, that's what you're going to see at this offense this year is it's going to be everybody. It's not going to be one guy. You saw last year, defenses had started to formulate a good game plan, at least at the beginning of the season, of trying to maintain stopping Tyreek and stopping Trav. And uh, we had to find ways to have success other ways so we can get those guys open. I think this year will be different where you're not going to know where you're going to get the, the deep ball from. You're not going to know where you're going to get the short pass from because we have a lot of different guys that can do it all. I think having all those guys, I think it'll help us get more of those deep throws that we've been accustomed to. All right, well, he sounds pretty positive, but if we're talking about those deep throws, nobody racked up more yards than the Cheetah, who is now in Miami with Tua. So can the Chiefs offense possibly be as good without this guy, without Tyreek Hill? Shregs, what do you think? Yes, and it's because Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and Patrick Mahomes are magicians, and they can draw this up. And the, the person that I would look to first and foremost is Brett Veach, the general manager, because he wasn't going to lose Tyreek Hill and not replenish uh, the troops on this thing. Take a look at what Mahomes has at his disposal this year. 
a lot of talent. And one of these guys is going to be a huge breakout star this year. Is it Isaiah Pacheco, the seventh round running back out of Rutgers? Is it Teon Fleet Davis, the scat back running back who everyone's falling in love with? Is it Sky Moore? Is it MVS? Noah Gray, who last year was a rookie and showed flashes in practice. Like, th there is so much talent on this offense. And then they've got the quarterback and the coach that can draw it all up. I remember meeting with Andy Reid back in 2019 when Mahomes was just first really hitting the scene and sat with him. And he's like, the thing with Patrick that people don't realize is I could draw up a million things on a whiteboard and he remembers it. Like, unlike any quarterback I've ever had at this level, at this age, he just could retain the knowledge and then do it on the field. I think the supreme intelligence, but also all those guys. And, you know, one of those wide receivers that were on that board is an undrafted player out of Clemson, Justin Ross. I don't know. You might not know him. You might have. You might have memories coming off a major injury. The hype around Justin Ross, <laughs> J-U-S-T, Y-N is out of this world and it's only May. I promise you this, as we sit here on May 27th, there will be a huge breakout star on the Chiefs offense. And it's not gonna be Kelsey or Hardman or MVS. It is not gonna be Juju and it's probably not gonna be Edward Solaire. It'll be one of these other guys and they're gonna have a monster season and Adam Rank will be talking about him on the fantasy shows because the Chiefs are that good at finding talent and I have no doubt this offense can be just fine without Tyreek. Well, I think it's been proven. I mean, it's a small sample size, but the Chiefs have had success without Tyreek Hill. As a matter of fact, Hammer put together the numbers for us of the four games. I know it's four games. It's a small sample size. Patrick Mahomes is still really good at football. And you see right there, no interceptions. <laughs> the passer rating is excellent. And I think a big reason why they don't play a lot of hero ball when Tyreek Hill is not on the field. He spreads the ball around. And to your point, Peter, they will find other guys to step up. And I'm really looking at the run game. And I know that Clyde edwards Elaire has been a little bit of a disappointment. I hesitate to say that because fantasy enthusiasts were so eager to make him this superstar that they just wanted him to be this guy that, you know, was kind of unfair for him to step into that role with this team and be able to live up to those expectations. And then you bring in Ronald Jones, who's been a little bit of a disappointment in Tampa Bay, never really uh, excelled the way that we wanted him to. And in Pacheco, that's a guy that I really like as well. But to your point, somebody is going to step up. This Chiefs offense is going to be just fine. When I sit back and think of how do you defend the Kansas City Chiefs, I do think they'll still be successful. I just don't think they'll be as explosive. I mean, anytime you put guys in position to make plays with Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, um, like you just mentioned, the great Patrick Mahomes, you'll have a chance to be successful. But, you know, to Patrick, he's used to seeing a certain pitcher when he lines up, right? Uh, Rank showed y'all, you know, in those four games, they were three and one, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Like no one on this list scares you except Travis Kelsey. He scares the hell out of me. <laughs> um, but nobody else on this list really scares you. And so that's going to be the tough part. It's going to be this Kansas City Chiefs offense lining up and you not knowing what the defense is doing. Them not rolling a coverage to Tyreek Hill or them being able to now say, hey, look, we're going to put two guys on Travis Kelsey. Everybody else, man up. Because you're not as scared of Juju. You're not as scared of, 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 of Justin Ross, even though he was a beast at Clemson Shrakes. Mad props for even knowing who that dude is. But I do think this Kansas City Chiefs offense has a chance. Um, but to your point, Rank, they got to run the football. You can't keep just allowing Patrick Mahomes to just drop back and play hero ball sometimes. I love that offense. I love Andy Reid. I know he'll put them in the right 
situations to be successful. But take some pressure off by running the football. They show Ronald Jones the second. He's a beast. I thought Tampa didn't run him enough. And so now he's with Kansas City. I can't wait to see. Maybe he becomes that lead back. I do love Clyde Edwards Hilaire as well, but I like Ronald Jones too. So I agree with you guys. I do think that they can be just as good without Tyreek Hill. I thought it was so interesting what Patrick Mahomes was saying. Like defenses were starting to figure out that Tyreek Hill was very, very good. And the numbers actually show it. I did a little bit of a deep dive. Not so much of a deep dive the last two seasons. But look his look at his 2020 season compared compared to 2021 his touchdowns went down his yards per reception he went from second in the NFL to ninth in the NFL in touchdowns yard per reception he went from 18th to 72nd it's clear that things change people started to figure him out I think they'll be all right I'm Will Salva. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. And it is now time for the segment you know you've loved. Decade Dynamos every day this week. We've all taken turns presenting a four-player squad of the best players from a specific decade. Picking one quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and defensive player. Rachel looked into the future and revealed which four guys will make the cut in the 2020s, going with Patrick Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase, and Micah Parsons. D'Angelo, sharing his foursome from the 2010s, picking Tom Brady, Adrian Peterson, Antonio Brown, and J.J. Watt. Schrags put together his list for the 2000s, going with Tom Brady, LaDainian Tomlinson, T.O., and Ed Reed, and Adam Rank took on the 1990s, going with Troy Aikman, Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice, and Reggie White. So today, I am going to go 10 years back. That's right, yours truly is going to be running point on this one, going to the decade that brought us Alf, Miami Vice, and Where's the Beef, and yes, Walkmans. Take me through the 80s as I pick my quarterback for this particular team of the 80s, Number 16, Joe Montana, the man known as Joe Cool, certainly lived up to the moniker, and boy, did he back it up. In fact, he's the one, of course, that guided the 49ers to that big win over the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Ed Tuttle Jones said to him, you just beat America's team. And he responded, well, you can sit at home with the rest of America and watch the Super Bowl. Yes, he was a trash talker, and he backed it up. Super Bowl MVP three times. Montana threw 11 touchdowns and zero INTs in four Super Bowl wins. NFL MVP honors in both 1989 and 1990. Threw for more than 40,000 yards. Mobile, accurate, and a great actor. He starred in a great Saturday Night Live skit with Dana Carvey as the church lady. You have to go to YouTube and YouTube it. Also in that skit was a great running back, the man known as Sweetness, Walter Payton. And I picked this one not because of Adam Rank, although I know it helps, but I'm not trying to suck up on him at all. No, he certainly deserved it. Now Payton could block, punt, run, He's considered one of the best passers in Bears history. Eight career touchdown passes started every game he played from 1976 through 1987. And at 32, 
Peyton had 1,715 all-purpose yards and 11 touchdowns. He also, of course, had the NFL rushing record, and he also has a prestigious award named after him. Okay, so that is my running back. Shout out, by the way, to the HBCUs. He went to Jackson State. Shout out to another HBCU star. That would be Jerry Rice of Mississippi Valley State, the man known as Flash 80, the man who had trolled Charles Barkley last night on TNT, granted low-hanging fruit. He ended up flashing his hardware, but he could certainly do that. He ends up winning three Super Bowls, obliterates every receiving record imaginable in 20 seasons. How about this for perspective? In 1987, he had 22 touchdowns in 12 games. He closed out the decade with 1,483 yards and 17 touchdowns. And yes, he also popularized the Cabbage Patch Dance most receiving touchdowns in the 80s, 66. Next, Mark Clayton, Drew Hill, Mike Quick, and Gary Clark. Now to my top defensive player. And for that, we go to New York. Lawrence Taylor. Yes, LT, number 56, who you could say was the Elvis Presley of football. That wasn't me saying that. That was actually John Randall. Defensive Player of the Year as a rookie. Totally, completely redefined the outside linebacker position. Dominated in a 3-4 defense. Yes, Khalil Mack. Yes, Jadavian Clowney. Yes, Miles Garrett. It goes on and on. You can thank LT for that. In 1986, LT had 20 and a half sacks. Played nine seasons in the 80s. And yes, he won an MVP award. And this is the damage that he did in the 1980s, nine Pro Bowls and eight All-Pro selections, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Once again, the required reading portion of the program. Please no slouching out there. My decade dynamos, Joe Montana, Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, and Lawrence Taylor. All right there. Yes, I could have. Rachel and guys gone with more 49ers, perhaps Roger Craig, as you had mentioned earlier in the program. I could have also gone with Ronnie Lott, but decided not to be a total and complete homer. So, Shregs, <laughs> I go to you. What do you think of my list since you're a historian here? I don't like it. I think there's a mistake. Oh, oh. There's a mistake. Oh, okay. <gasps> All right. Write this wrong. Well, let's go. Okay. Walter Payton has it. an award named after him. Walter Payton is one of the most beloved football players in NFL history. Eric Dickerson was a better okay. running back in the 1980s than Walter Payton. Yeah. Let's go. Eric Dickerson has more than 2,000 rushing yards. Eric Dickerson had more than 30 touchdowns. And Eric Dickerson often overlooked but never paralleled in the way he ran the ball and what he did. He broke the single-season rushing record that decade. He had more yards, more touchdowns. Walter Payton might be the man of the year and the greatest running back to ever play over the course of his career, but in that window, I've got Dickerson over Payton. I, I don't I know. That. Call it controversial. You know what? And I agree, Peter, because in the 1985 NFC Championship game, Eric Dickerson put that Rams team on his back, carried them to the suit. Oh, Stop no, it. That didn't happen. That didn't Stop happen. it. Like, not at all. Like, listen, Dickerson could not catch the ball like Walter Payton. He would never block like Walter Payton. And by the way, and I know Will was alluding to this joke, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say it for you right now, Will. The three best Bears quarterbacks of my lifetime, McMahon, Cutler, 
And then Walter Payton on that halfback option. Eric Dickerson would <laughs> never say he was better than Walter Payton. Game <laughs> over. Yeah. Great list. Yeah, uh, William dear. Martin Selva, we have loved having you today and all See, days. Mm. Congratulations on the Emmy win this week. Guys, that was fun. Thank you for sending in all of your incredible... Oh, it's just been such a fun 12 hours reading those. Does Belichick have everything under control in New England, or are there concerns surrounding his coaching staff? We are going to discuss that and more coming up next. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. the hour with a round of three and out. Here's how it's going to work. I will give you three big topics from the week. We'll make some solid gains on each one and get us one step closer to the weekend. Sound good? Time for the first down. The Patriots are at OTAs and earlier this week... We heard Mac Jones talk about working with Joe Judge, but we still have no clue who will be calling plays in New England. So does the lack of defined roles on the Patriots coaching staff concern you? Concern you at all, D'Angelo? What do you think? Yeah, it concerns me a little bit. I'm always the guy that defers to Coach Belichick. He knows what he's doing. Rah, rah, rah. Well, I tell you what, I've always been taught that my OC and my quarterback, they got to start having the same vision. They have to start seeing things the same way, communicating together, working together. And so when I think about who's going to call those plays up there in New England, I get a little bit nervous because if it's Matt Patricia, he's never called plays on the offensive side before. If Joe Judge is so great offensively, why didn't he help Daniel Jones instead of sitting there telling Jake Fromm <laughs> take a knee? So I'm definitely scratching my head in New England. I trust Coach Belichick, but man, oh man, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be interesting to see what comes out of New England offensively. 
You know, it's funny, D'Angelo, the last time I trusted a goat, it was uh, George Lucas. And then he gave us episode one. You can ruin a legacy. You can be the best of all time and then ruin your legacy by doing something like that. And then make it worse by giving us episode two, which now in hindsight, you look back and you're like, this is getting worse. Although I will say he rebounded for episode three, the the lightsaber (laughs) duel on Mustafar. Excellent. (laughs) But that's the thing with Belichick. Like, listen, I know you're the goat. I will not dispute that. You won a lot of Super Bowls. But at the same time, don't get too cute. Like, don't don't lean too far into your quirkiness the way that George leaned too far into the CGI. Just do, still do your thing. You got Mac Jones. You got a salt. Like, you got a solid crew. Just go out there and, and and do what you do. You don't have to get too cute with this. Just pick an offensive coordinator. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't know if it needs to be outwardly said and I don't know what the advantage of not naming who it's going to be it's not like defensive coordinators are like well if it's Joe Judge we're going to put out this defense and if it's Matt Patricia <laughs> we have to do completely rip up our game plan but I just look at Mac Jones you're in like the second year of your career this isn't Tom Brady going into year 20 or this isn't Patrick Mahomes going into year six this is Mac Jones in the second year of his career and I think Josh McDaniels was a huge part of his success last year McDaniels is fantastic. Whether you like him as a guy or not, or you didn't like how it ended up with Indianapolis or Denver, I'm sorry. He's a fantastic coach and everyone will tell you so. So the loss of him is massive. And then Mick Lombardi, who is Michael Lombardi, the old NFL executive who does a lot of media himself. It's his son, Mick, was big in the quarterback's room last year and he's now out in Vegas with McDaniels. So you're losing two very familiar voices to Mac Jones. And you're saying, well, Joe Judge is here and Troy Brown is here. And gosh, we've got all these different guys. And, you know, Sinceri's here. Josh McDaniels is one of the best offensive minds in football. He's not there. That's what concerns me, that we don't know for sure what a Joe Judge offense looks like. And it's a second-year quarterback, not a longtime veteran. But maybe that's the point. All these guys keep on leaving Bill Belichick. Maybe he's just like, you know what? I just want everyone to focus and be here. Don't worry about the titles. Focus on this season. Now Bill Belichick's a maniac, okay? I'm going to continue to trust him. No, I am not concerned. Time for a second down. We heard Jets head coach Robert Sala call Zach Wilson beefy. And this week he doubled down by describing him as thick. Both of those were compliments, by the way, just in case you were concerned. Uh, But it's not just Zach. All around the league, whether it's the jacked Justin Herbert or the trimmed down Mac Jones, I guess he cut ice cream from his diet, everyone seems to be in peak physical shape at the end of May. So my question is, do you buy into all of these reports where every player is in the best shape of their lives, D'Angelo? Hell no, I don't buy that. And come on, guys, I don't care if you're in the best shape of your life or not right now. You got to stay healthy. It's a long, grueling season, and no matter what they say, the strongest dude don't always survive, right? It's it's a mental game, too, that comes into this. We always make the comparison. Hey, guys, it's chess, not checkers. So you can lift all the weight you want, but if you don't know where that cornerback blitz is coming or if you don't see that coverage roll one way or if you can't protect your quarterback or get after the opposing team's quarterback, you're going to be in trouble. I don't, I could care less what kind of shape you in right now. You better stay healthy as a football team and get ready for the real stuff, the real games. It is the best shape of your life season. And it kind of reminds me when your, your friend shows up on the first tee a little bit late, had time to stop for a coffee along the way and starts going on. And I'm like, are you feeling okay? <laughs> yeah, that's me. And he's like, oh yeah, I just had one vodka soda last night. I'm going to be fine. Yep. The first tee, 
at Big Wreck in Long Beach. He shanks it into the driving range on the left, and you're like, this is going to be a long day. I I don't know what we're going to do. So uh, I, I need to see it. You know, you can sit here and try to convince me you've been working on your swing or doing whatever, but at some point we just got to see it. And uh, so I just cut out the noise. I cannot believe the best shape of your life business. You know what? I just happened to be reaching around my home office here, and I found this old thing. Oh, oh wow. For best studio show, and I want to tell the viewers at home, we don't win this Emmy based on our analysis of the Super Bowl. We don't win this Emmy based on our analysis of the draft. We win this Emmy because in the middle of May, year after year after year, we discuss another player talking about how he is in the best shape of his life. And we put on a grave face, and we smile, and we show box jump videos, and we show people running (laughs) through cones. We've shown guys jumping in and out of pools over the years. And really analysis that you're not getting anywhere else because we have to fill three hours of sports talk television specifically on football. And May, May is best shape of our live season. It is a known tradition and it is why we won the sports Emmy. So I'm here for it. But Bonetta, Rank, you guys were awesome this week. I had such a blast with both of you. And D'Angelo, we always love it. Like, This show's not going anywhere. We'll be all right. We won the Emmy. We're not doing a parade for this. But like, (laughs) it's so great knowing that you guys would wake up at 2 a.m. to do the show with us from the West Coast. Rachel, you're awesome. Take it away, Rachel. I wouldn't do it for any other show. I wouldn't do it for any other show. (laughs) Happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Light up. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.